Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Tom, I'm trending. I, is it you? No. <laughs> okay. I didn't know what that was. I, was like, a, I think it has to do with there's some baseball coach or something. I don't know. It took me a second, too, because then I saw my name training. I'm like, well, it surely can't be me. I've been here all day. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. I haven't been up to anything. Yeah, as far as I know, I haven't shot anyone. Yeah. And then all the tweets are like, David Bell's a fucking idiot. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. What happened? But it was like it was like looking in it was like looking in a magic like a crystal ball, seeing my fate. Mm-hmm. You know when it when it is me eventually. When I when I do those terrible things. Apparently, he's the coach of the Royals. Sure, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. He's got to change his fucking name though. Like yeah. uh, I don't know. It's I I was here first. Or maybe the Reds. I don't know. I was here first. I was here first. Yeah. There's no way to. No, no way to uh, prove otherwise. <laughs> yeah, okay, number he's, one, he's, baby. He's the Reds coach. Why should I change my name? He's the one who sucks. <laughs> hey, hey, hi everyone! Forgot we Hello, were podcasting. Hello, everyone's. My name is David Bell, the one and only. My name is Tom Ryman, and we just watched from Paris with love. From Paris with love. Oh no. From the director of Taken. There's a suicide bomber inside the embassy. We've got you working with our top operative, Charlie Wax. Till death do us part. The risk has never been greater. What do you think this is about? It's about terrorists! But our last line of defense is also our best. From um, Putty. <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, this is where it's Thursday, so um, special special thanks to Joshua Graves, mm-hmm. who uh, likes Back to give us from a, the graves. Mm-hmm. He likes to give us a list, and then we hang ourselves by picking the movie. Yeah, we uh, do. On we the do. List. Like so, it, it's not technically his fault, but it also is. But it also is directly his fault. Yeah. Um, so we chose this, the 2010 uh, John Travolta film uh, mm-hmm. that I had never seen. Had you? Yeah, I saw this. This was a red box rental. Like yep, I, 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 I saw this probably in 2010, just uh, when I was living in an apartment, like right next to a 7-Eleven that had a red box. I would just go down to the 7-Eleven um, and get a red box movie. I mean, that sounds just delightful. Whatever they had you know <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. this is uh this is from the director of district b13 and taken it's also I did not um, i did not re- 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 i did not know that the director of district b13 directed taken yeah that's fucked up yeah it's also um written by luke basson who uh, you know directed well, things story by story by he also did um the transporter right he wrote i bring that up because the first thing that happens is a guy presses a bunch of buttons to get in his car and then switches the license plates around 
Mm, that's true. And I was like, oh no. I mean, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of similar like in all the stuff that Luke Besant like this and Columbiana and uh, lock lockdown all of the like non sci-fi movies he does like the movies about like spies and shit right they they tend to share a lot of elements yeah like cars and women being treated just terribly women being evil yeah yeah that they're all all the women in this movie yep uh it's uh (laughs) i don't know where to begin i guess i guess we'll just talk about the movie i mean (laughs) i didn't not like this movie tom i remembered I remembered being, like, pleasantly surprised by it when I rented it, you know, 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, but like, watching it now, there's still a, a couple of moments that are fun, but, like, this movie is really racist. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and John Travolta's just a goddamn maniac. It it The movie makes no sense. It's... <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of a comparison. It's it's like watching like a really drunk person at a party where it's like from afar, like you can get some sort of cynical satisfaction, mm-hmm. uh, but you don't want to like have to deal with it. Yeah. And you certainly don't want anybody you love around it. Yeah. Uh, it's you wouldn't expo- again, it you does wouldn't not expose treat women your, well. You wouldn't expose your children to it. No. It, it doesn't treat anybody well that isn't like a white guy. It isn't a white man. It's, uh, it, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't make any sense in terms of things like gravity or, uh, the way guns work or just explosions, just in general, what's happening. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's revealed to be a terrorist bombing in like the last 20 minutes. It's a fever dream. (laughs) I didn't know what the fuck was happening for most of this movie. All I knew is that like the guy from, uh, from, uh, ah, geez. What is the main character? The Um, tutors. Is he from match point? Is that what I'm thinking of him in? Um, I don't know. The Woody I, I, Allen film Match Point. Yeah, I, oh, that's what I'm thinking of him from. Uh, okay, I knew him from uh, the Tudors. He played Henry VIII. Okay, he's in Match Point, and he plays a real jerk in that. Um, sure, a real Woody Allen type. Oh, of course. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, it. Uh, he just sort of whines in this movie. At John Travolta, while John Travolta does unspeakable things in the name of fighting terrorism. Right. He He, causes so much terror in the name of fighting terrorism. Right. He is a terrorist. He fires a bazooka on the highway to stop a terrorist. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah. He fires it at the convoy that he's trying to not blow up. Yes. They fire guns everywhere, bullets flying through walls of apartment complexes. Mm-hmm. He drops a suicide vest outside the apartment complex. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a, an absolute rampage. Right. And every he, time... <laughs> he storms through Paris like fucking Godzilla. Yes. And every time he questions it, the other guy, they're like, look, he's unorthodox, but he gets the job done. <laughs> I was like, does he? <laughs> And we don't even know what the job is. No, like, 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 I, like, like I said, that's not an exaggeration. We don't learn what the actual plot, like what the actual threat is until the last 20 minutes. Yes. 
Like we're told, like we're told at first, it's about like the Secretary of Defense's niece. Then we're told it's a drug ring, and then finally, it's like, no, it's this radical terrorist group. Which, by your way, your wife is like your your fiance is like the <laughs> second in command of. of. Yes, which John Travolta reveals by double going on a double date. Yeah, uh, with the the FBI agent from the Punisher Netflix series. And uh, and and our main character and his fiance and his date. Who? How did she find her? Is she friends with the fiance? Is that yes. the idea? Yeah. She gets a phone call and she says, "Oh, nobody by the name Rose lives here." Something like that, and goes wrong number. And John Travolta executes her immediately. Yep. yep. On the hunch that Rose is a code word. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's right. I don't know why. I mean, he knows Rose is a code word, but it could have been a wrong number of somebody calling for a person named Rose. He bets her life on it. Mm -hmm. He shoots her right in the face, uh, which isn't going to be the last time a woman is shot in the face uh, before people just move on like that didn't just happen. Mm -hmm. Because spoilers, our main character shoots his fiance in the face yes. and then gets over it in a matter of minutes. Well, it ends with them sharing McDonald's and playing chess beside a private jet and just like laughing and joking. Yeah. Like seconds after he looks at a, 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 fo- a photo booth strip of him and his dead fiance who was his, dead because he shot her in the face. His girlfriend of years. Yeah, like five shot, years. Yeah, he shot right in the face. Mm-hmm. Uh, after saying I love you to her, mm-hmm. and then he gets right over it, enjoying right. their royale with cheese, yeah. as they put it. Yep. Because <laughs> it's, it's John Travolta. He literally puts her down like old yeller. Yeah. Like yeah. crying and says, I love crying. you. Crying. <laughs> yeah. Fucking blows her away. Yeah. I mean, she's wearing a suicide uh, she is. vest. She's wearing a suicide vest and like the robes of death. Yeah, like that everybody's hood, wearing? Her hood is so huge. Why is everybody wearing that in that scene? I don't scene? know. I don't know. This movie's fucking... I, this is this movie's horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this movie is batshit. The dialogue um, where he fucking... Uh, they have this dialogue where they're like... It's a romantic dialogue where they're like talking about dinner. Mm-hmm. He goes, why don't we skip dinner and go straight to dessert? And it's like, my fucking God. Yeah. She made curtain, or she made a dress from her curtains, mm-hmm. or something. This I don't movie, know why you compared this movie to watching a drunk person at a party. This movie is like a drunk person making a movie up as they go along. Yeah, it's like a ch- it's a child. It's like a child made. It. Yes. Um. Why? Okay. So he's he's our main character. Let me look up his name. I have because I, I know that Jonathan Reese Myers. Oh, no, no. The character's name is James. Uh, John Travolta's name is Charlie Wax. Charlie Wax. <laughs> <laughs> and he he tells someone as a threat, wax on, wax off, which still not sure what that means. Yeah. And again, racist. Racist, because the person's Chinese. He's Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi a Chinese was waiter not. <laughs> that he pulls his gun out on. Yep. I want to talk about that scene. Um, first, I just have a question because he's working for an ambassador, right? He works for essentially for the National Security Agency. 
Okay, I was unclear of this, because then they were like, we want you to go team up with John Travolta to stop mm-hmm. a terrorist. But then, like, the ambassador is calling him, like, where are you? And so I couldn't, like, wouldn't they tell the, wouldn't they, like, put someone else on the ambassador? Well, this is, okay, this is... And then he's trying to this, bug that room? This is the uh, the first sentence of the Wikipedia plot summary. Okay. Just to, just to give you guys an idea of what the logic of this film is like, if you've not seen it. A personal aide to the U.S. ambassador in France, James Reese has an enviable life in Paris and a beautiful French girlfriend, but his real passion is his side job as a low-level operative for the CIA. What? What? That's what that was? side job. (laughs) He's just uh, moonlighting as a CIA operative? I think he's moonlighting as a personal aide to the U.S. ambassador. What? So that explains a little bit because yeah, the ambassador is like, "Why haven't you come to work?" Yeah, and, and I why thought, are like, you carrying a gun? It's like <laughs> he's a secret what? agent. What are you talking about? Couldn't they? Oh my god! Like he that he's explains, that explains so many dumb parts of this movie. It explains the first scene where he's trying to like surreptitiously plant a bug in the room because the CIA asked him to do that. His his right, uh, his, and then the, he staples it. Yeah, because he's a real reason. dumbass. At first, he tries to stick it with gum, and that's like the stupidest thing. <laughs> why don't they just stick on? Why don't they have like a little thing you peel off? Yeah, it's I fucked don't know. up. Um, yeah, so that's uh, yeah. Just to give you an idea of the logic of this film, his side job as a low-level oh operative in God. the CIA. <laughs> this is like a Ben Shapiro novel. Like that's fucking. Yeah wild that this is like a, a child wrote this mm-hmm. um because then the first scene we see john travolta it's him chugging an energy drink uh, well, it's him, it's, him like, it's him going on a rant with the customs people about his energy drink that's meant to be like charming i guess and I like guess. and like fun it's meant to like paint him as oh he's this wild character you don't know what he's gonna say but it's just stupid. <laughs> he's he again. He's he's teenage boy cool. Like he's yeah. not cool for any if an, any adult would look at him and go, "Well, that's a man who's got to get his life together." Right. This guy has a problem. He's got what is he's dressed so fucking weird. He's got the shaved head. Does he have a goatee? Oh uh, hell yeah! He's got a goatee yeah. and, an, and, a, and a massive earring. Um, what the fuck? A leather jacket. A, ch- a silver chain he's doing the double sleeves like he's wearing a long sleeve shirt beneath a short sleeve shirt why is he dressed that way i don't know and he's got this like really dramatic like desert scarf i hate to keep bringing up like alt-right stuff but he reminds me of like like gamer gators <laughs> right, <laughs> would, what a, would like what like the 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 fucking the sarkeesian effect guys like their short films they made, yeah. it'd be dudes looking like this in it. It's like really juvenile sense of cool, mm-hmm. where it's like leather jackets and earrings and like and like saying fuck a lot, yeah, and like drinking and and having sex. Yeah, that. Oh my god, he just casually has sex while they're waiting for yeah armed drug he, dealers to come he out he casually does everything right he casually does a lot of things he he casually slides head first down a fireman's pole which was the least realistic thing i've ever seen john travolta do well you've ever seen a movie try to convince us that john travolta is doing yes like he's not doing that 
he's like it's like he does like it's like an exotic dancer thing <laughs> right like he like wraps around the pole and shoots guys while sliding down it yeah uh, like as, as soon as that happened i was like you gotta meet me halfway movie yeah like- yeah exactly <laughs> like come on guys come on give us a break here <laughs> also why do they have a fucking pole in their apartment that's so fucking weird um i guess they wanted a quick escape like yeah I, you know. or passing things quickly up and down sure it's not that weird for like a i guess for like a drug dealing operation in a apartment building um it's certainly not as weird as seeing john travolta fucking mm -hmm. fly down it yeah yeah um they go to a chinese restaurant that's the first thing they do he picks them up from Mm -hmm. the airport he reveals that he had a gun in his energy drink Mm -hmm. which man i don't know (laughs) and it's like he's he's like oh it's got to be this gun this is my special gun yeah because uh reese immediately points out the thing that we're all thinking and he says i can get you any weapon you want why did we right i'm a secret agent (laughs) and then he's like it's my special gun but proceeds to use everybody's gun right like he doesn't he doesn't exclusively use that gun yeah i don't i don't even remember him using it he throws so many guns he uses it a lot but he also uses reese's gun he uses all the bad guys guns (laughs) yeah Um, he doesn't actually display any special allegiance to this gun (laughs) right no no it doesn't make any sense it's just a cool thing to put in the movie right uh they go to this chinese restaurant and uh they have like a a really shitty conversation about like I don't know that the uh, the, uh, menu item was invented. Egg uh, foo young. Egg foo young was invented in America. In a, in a, yeah, by an American person. If, and then if, he like if goes what up say- to the waiter. If what they're saying in the movie is true. No, I don't the know movie, if that's true. This movie I would pays tribute to the Royale true, but... with cheese thing, mm-hmm. and it feels like this is what they're trying to do. Like he's trying to do some Pulp Fiction. Well, shit, there's there's a lot like the, like the the energy drink conversation. This conversation. There's a lot. Like with Lucky Lumber Slevin last week, there's a lot of uh, people at- attempting to write Tarantino dialogue in this yes. movie. A lot of dumb, cool guy dialogue. Yeah, uh, that just doesn't work. And then he brings up a waiter, and the waiter says, like, I don't speak Chinese. And then John Travolta just pulls his gun out at the waiter. And this was this was some last action hero shit. Uh, he He's like what are you doing it's a waiter and he's like it's not just a waiter and then a gunfight ensues between john travolta Mm -hmm. and the waiters of this restaurant and the cook comes flying out with a gun like it's like a parody yeah (laughs) right it's like this it's like the scene in um the the fantasy scene in dumb and dumber where he gets into a fight in the restaurant it is or like something out of the naked gun where it's like everybody has a gun Yeah, and it's so dumb. And like later, um, our main character <laughs> hilariously says, "Like they were just kitchen staff." <laughs> it's like, what? Dude, they had they had machine guns. Travolta ends with ends that with they're no kitchen staff shitting lead like that because that's the kind of line that's in this movie. Yeah. Um, but apparently they're like selling cocaine out of here, and yeah, which is just loose in the ceiling okay I, I have to talk about this john travolta shoots or he shoots the everybody in the restaurant because they all have guns mm-hmm. uh and uh, i i assume he shoots several customers and people just living nearby because there's just bullets spraying everywhere and then he's like no they have cocaine 
and he shoots the ceiling like all up on the ceiling and it just starts raining cocaine from the bullet holes so yeah were you picturing like the apartment above them just packed with cocaine yeah it just it like scrooge mcduck's vault except it's filled yeah. with cocaine instead of gold yeah or rather, exactly. let, let me revise that like scrooge mcduck's vault except it's only filled with cocaine and not right. gold coins like the sorcerer's apprentice but it's cocaine instead of water mm-hmm. and the enchanted brooms are just bucketing cocaine in this one room flooding it because why why would there just be cocaine raining down what would they be what they there would be at least piles of cocaine up there right like with shovels because mm-hmm. i i'm pretty sure you don't store cocaine just in loose piles are we supposed to think there's like bricks of it up there i assume just mountains of it yeah because it flows like a like an hourglass like coming down uh it's it's absolutely bonkers also, I looked it up real quick. Egg Foo Young was not invented by an American person. Yeah, that checks out. It was, it was invented in America, but by Chinese cooks, Ch- Chinese laborers. Okay. Yeah, they're not going to look. They're not going to look yeah. anything up. <laughs> like... So yeah, that whole that whole spiel that Reese tells them yeah. is not true. So what I could tell is that the inciting incident of this film is that Travolta is just an absolute fucking maniac. <laughs> yes. He lands in Paris like a werewolf. Yes. And it <laughs> just starts tearing through the city. Yeah. Uh, just fucking this dumb fuck music playing as he's like shooting his guns on either side of him. Mm-hmm. Nothing makes sense. No. Nope. The, the henchmen don't act like humans. The part where he like slides his gun over to Travolta mm-hmm. and it makes this really loud scraping. Yeah. And then Travolta uses it to shoot a henchman who doesn't see it coming for some reason. And who is right in front of him. And right in front of him. Yes. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> why hasn't, what, like Travolta's not in cover from this person. No. He's just standing in a hallway with this guy walking towards him who for it's, some reason has not shot him yet. It's absolutely baffling because the way they shoot it is that you can't quite tell where anybody is right, at it first. Se- well, the way it's shot is it seems like he, him and Reese are hiding uh, behind opposite parts of the wall and in the middle is a hallway that the bad yeah. guy's walking down. But then when it cuts to Reese sliding him the gun, like the whole geography of the room changes. Yeah. <laughs> like- and he slides the gun over and it takes like what feels like 10 seconds for the gun to reach Travolta. Mm-hmm. Probably not that long. And then he just fires, and then you see him in front of the henchman. Right, he's just like, he's like, he's like eight happened? feet in front of him. What the fuck happened here? Yeah. Can we also talk about the scene where he's like, when he drops the uh, the the suicide vest out the window onto the car of the fleeing uh-huh. bad guys, where he's like, how long do you figure it takes to go down ten flights of stairs? Probably five seconds of flight, right? No, right. that's what he says. No. No, it wouldn't be. It would be way faster than that. Yeah. If you were running down a flight of stairs, like they're they're, they're just regular flights of stairs. It's like, that's maybe. Well, they cut to the guys going down and they're clearly taking longer. They're they're crossing each floor quicker than five seconds, though. Yeah. And then he's like five seconds to cross the lobby and they cross the lobby in like a second. Yeah, they're clearly taking less time. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's it's it's. It's so weird. Like, he estimates it'll take them a minute to, to go down 10 flights of stairs and exit the right. building when they're running top speed. Here's the other thing. Why does it matter? Because 
he doesn't need to time it. He then looks, he has, he then picks up the vest, watches for them. They come out and then he drops the vest on them. Yeah. So it's not like he had, it's not like he's not looking and like throws the vest out the window. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't matter how long they take. It's just a cool thing for him to do. But like it, it doesn't play into his larger plan, which is to hurl a suicide vest out on the entrance of an apartment building mm-hmm. and hope that it doesn't kill anybody but the bad guys. Right. He also rear ends a car that causes a car bomb to go off. Yep. Because I guess that's how car bombs work, which also could have killed many innocent civilians. Yeah. It's, it's, he is, he's the problem. It's <laughs> he, the, he is a terrorist. It is. It is so wild that the movie expects us to see him as a secret agent where his face would be on the news every night. <laughs> right. He would be he would be Osama bin Laden. Yeah. People would never stop talking about this guy dressed like a fucking bounty hunter uh, going around blowing things up. <laughs> Good God. He's dressed like a man that takes paintball entirely too seriously. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Just. <laughs> oh, oh shit. We gotta talk about them doing a uh, vase cocaine in the Eiffel Tower. That was a scene. Yeah. Why did they go to the Eiffel Tower to do cocaine? <laughs> Wouldn't you? They if you to, had a vase they... full of cocaine and you were in Paris, <laughs> yeah. where are you gonna go to do that cocaine? You go to the Eiffel Tower. They go to the top of the Eiffel Tower and then immediately leave. <laughs> Now, no, there was no point to that scene. Yep. Just to do cocaine. Oh my gosh. And the point of the cocaine is to look like they're on cocaine, I guess. Mm-hmm. So that they can get into in a uh into this like uh hotel or this apartment complex and then look and then stake out. They're just there to stake out across the street, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they could do that without doing cocaine. Or going inside of that place. They could literally just be in a car across the street. Mm -hmm. They didn't have to do any of that. No. That didn't make it. John Travolta just wanted to do cocaine and have sex with a sex worker. I'm pretty sure that's the only reason that scene exists. Yeah. Also, how did they bring the cocaine onto the Eiffel Tower? Isn't there like security? Nobody's checking that vase. (laughs) Yeah. He's just carrying around that vase full of cocaine. He's carrying a vase full of uh coke around for like 30 minutes of the movie yeah and i think it's supposed to be like quirky and fun uh but it really makes no sense they collect the vase of cocaine from the chinese restaurant right Mm -hmm. yeah and i thought at first like it would have been perfectly fine if it was just travolta was like look i want cocaine Mm -hmm. i just want it yeah he acts he acts like the cocaine is like a strategic thing because later they drop it in front of a drug dealer and because it's legally more cocaine than they can sell, they run away like it's fucking kryptonite. Yeah. And it's like, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't do that. Right. Like the uh, the idea is like, oh, they'll get a huge amount of jail time for this amount of cocaine, but it's like... I don't know. But they're pointing guns at them. Right. Like, it's it's a very weird thing to do. Because the idea is they go in... I forget... Uh, they go in to, to stop the terrorists, right? Mm-hmm. 
and they get all these people pointing guns at them at the door and yeah they're like oh they'll only sell this little bit of cocaine because they don't get you know big jail time and so he drops the vase and they're all like oh no a lot of cocaine and run but like okay first of all i think they'd also get jail time for all the guns that they're pointing at them right yeah you'd probably get some for those two there's not a cop near them right now or as long as as far as they know these guys aren't cops so like dropping all the cocaine doesn't really uh incriminate them in the moment that they have to scatter and -hmm. also don't they have like a lot of cocaine somewhere anyway because they're selling the cocaine just in smaller bags like it's a real it's really weird yeah like did the guy just have the one baggie of coke (laughs) to sell i don't know like i'm sure he has a lot of those baggies yeah and again they react like they react like there's a cop watching and they're like oh no but like if there was a cop watching it (laughs) wouldn't matter they act like he just smashed a beehive on the ground yes (laughs) they run because they all have their guns pointed at them and so this is their smart way of like of 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 getting the upper hand because you know how if you smash a lot of cocaine in front of drug dealers they scatter it's really (laughs) weird like i think it was trying to be smarter than it was also the cocaine makes him hallucinate yeah not sure why that happens i don't know that's Um, generally not a thing that happens yeah it's around this time we learn that he has access to a satellite i don't know who gave him (laughs) access to a satellite with his little watch with his little fucking dick tracy watch yeah Yeah. you notice all this jewelry reappears how so they remember they get robbed by the kids and they take all they take all their like travolta says and i quote they just want our bling and then the kid who takes all their jewelry runs off but then like in the next scene travolta's got his rings and his chains back yeah that checks out (laughs) because this movie is not very good i mean he he gets his ring back because he like beats the guy up well that's specifically because the the drug dealer comes up to the kid doesn't get yeah right yeah this is my fucking god yeah it's fucking hell um should probably talk more about the girlfriend i guess Um, she's barely in it and then we yeah. and then we are and then we're we're, we're uh, it's revealed that she's a terrorist mastermind who's when gonna ask, suicide bomb the embassy. When they ask Reese why he didn't know, he says, and I quote, She never talked about her life and I never asked. Five <laughs> years, like, you, huh? You deserve to be like exploded with a suicide bomb. Right. You deserve to be blown up. They also yeah. never never sate a motive or a target. No. She's just going to bomb the embassy in like, well, it's specifically in like, it's, it's a summit meeting about Africa. It's a real generic terrorist plot too. Right. Where it's just like Middle Eastern generic. Right. The the generic Middle Eastern terrorist doesn't even have any lines. No, he doesn't. He doesn't say a fucking word. He's again, we only learn about him at the end of the the last 20 minutes. It's like, oh, wait, quick, we have to go stop this terrorist. <laughs> so fucking it's what? Like, it, again, it's like, yeah, it's like making up as you go along. It's like a child made this movie. And then, and then a terrorist came in. 
What? They just show up. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, and she's secretly a terrorist, sh- and they've been watching you this whole time. Excuse me, excuse me. He shows up in a Volvo station wagon <laughs> 20 minutes before the end of the movie. And he and never then- leaves that Volvo station wagon. <laughs> You're right. Both he never leaves. The only time we see him is sitting inside that Volvo station wagon. And then he explodes. Does oh. he even have a name in it? No, like the, he doesn't say a just word. He's a generic terrorist. She doesn't, so she doesn't address him by have, name. <laughs> it's like the movie at the last minute was like, oh, wait, this needs to be about something. Because yeah. at this point, it's a fever dream. Because right. it's literally, all right, all right, let's go through the path. It's John Travolta saying, we need to go out and get Chinese food. Mm-hmm. And then at the Chinese food restaurant, he just pulls out a gun and fights the wait staff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they have cocaine. And then he takes the cocaine in a vase. They go to the Eiffel Tower to snort it. Mm-hmm. And then say, like, so here's what we're going to do next. And then they go to a, a, a random, like, alleyway brothel. Mm-hmm. Go upstairs. He fucks a lady. They like sh- they like beat up the dudes in there, and it's all so they can watch out the window across the street mm-hmm. to see if there's any terrorists doing stuff. Well, at this point, so, do we even know they're terrorists? He, do- I think he says no. I think he says some pretty racist stuff about them being Middle Eastern. But I don't know if we. I he, think at one point he does mention terrorism early on, but it yeah. doesn't make any sense. No. So they, they, uh, they follow those guys to the apartment building where the drug dealers are. They find a suicide vest there. Yeah, they, a and, bunch and a, of them. And a bunch of intel. He delivers the intel to a couple of guys. They eat cheeseburgers. He goes right, to never... Reese's apartment for dinner. He murders his fiance's girlfriend. Yeah, on a hunch. On a hunch, they have a roof. T- he chases the 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 fiance across the roo- the rooftops. She gets into the Volvo station wagon and escapes. And they track the Volvo station wagon. Mm-hmm. And then she calls, and she for some reason, and she's like, "Don't come find me." And it's like, I don't know why you're calling, lady. Yeah. They realize that she's probably near the highway. I think. And then they're like, oh, "There's like a big." embassy thing happening it must be that and so it's just it's it's just one fucking like the movie didn't the movie didn't really have to start until they saw the terrorists the suicide vest that could have been the first scene yeah because the idea is they see that they're researching him and so i think the idea is they're using his girlfriend to sneak into the embassy Mm -hmm. to blow up for something reasons for reasons, for generic terrorist reasons. Yeah, it's, it's why she gives like really generic like oh, she this just, is my our all cause she says or is whatever. like now I believe in something now I have a purpose. Yeah, like what? What is your purpose? What is this? Are we what supposed are you to understand doing? you? Yeah, because her her character doesn't go past being like I'm quirky girlfriend. Again, it's him saying I I never asked her about her life. Right. I make like dresses. She goes from I make dresses I'm, out of my curtains to I'm going to blow up the embassy. Yeah, and like it never she never has any depth. Even no even as a terrorist, <laughs> there's no depth to her. And then yeah, he fucking the wildest part is still like then at the end where you think the arc is he's not because Travolta's like Travolta says to her like look or says to him like look when it comes down to it, 
you need to shoot her in the face. <laughs> right. You can't hesitate. You gotta shoot her in the face. Yeah. Uh, and this is where it feels real fucking gamer, Katie. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, okay, so the arc is gonna be that he's not gonna be like Travolta, who's clear. Like, I thought this was like a training day situation or something where Travolta is like really cynical and been in it for a while. And like, maybe he's like, no, I, I, I'm gonna do things differently. And then he confronts his girlfriend, tells her he loves her. It seems like they're going to have a moment mm-hmm. and he's going to like not have to do it Travolta's way. Travolta comes in in the background. You think, oh, maybe Travolta will ruin it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then our main character just shoots her in the face yeah. because she starts reaching upwards, yep. possibly to unhook the vest. We don't know. She seems, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but like- and he shoots her in the face. And yep. then Travolta's like, good job. And they become best friends in the movie. <laughs> they sure do. But not before some some god goddamn ambassador lady is acting like a real bitch and is like, <laughs> I'm mad that you saved me. And it's like, right. women, jeez, am I right? Yeah. Every woman in this movie is a it's, piece of shit. Yeah, it's, <laughs> this is a confounding fucking film. Holy shit. <laughs> and then they, they play chess and, and then they're like <laughs> they, they, they eat royales with yeah. cheese and play chess and that's the end of the movie Jesus. And he, reveal, he reveals that he bought like a fucking big ass handgun too yeah and like Travolta's like yeah Ooh, like you're in the club now part is literally what yeah. he says the incel you're in the club, club now part <laughs> yeah. like, this is an incel film oh my god it's just women you know They'll just betray you. So you got to shoot him in the face. So you got to shoot him in the face. Despite the fact that you haven't bothered to learn anything about this woman. (laughs) This is, oh my God. (laughs) Pickup artist. That's who likes this movie. It's a pickup artist movie. Like he's dressed like mystery. Mm -hmm. John Travolta. (laughs) We started doing close up magic in the movie. I'd have lost my shit. He was seconds away from close-up magic in this movie (laughs) the threat of close-up magic was looming throughout this film yeah it was palpable the tension (laughs) any moment he's gonna pull out a deck of cards (laughs) just take the film (laughs) what the fuck was this movie (laughs) this goddamn movie oh shit it's it's so fucking man it's so weird. I mean, I as an action film, like I'm not gonna say no to John Travolta st- halfway out of car, like he's a fucking golden retriever with a bazooka in his hand. Mm-hmm. With a bazooka, like I'm not, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna turn that away. But like, <laughs> what a dumb fucking movie! Like even by my standards of action movies, I don't know what to make of this. This it feels like this movie hit like a very specific part of my brain that makes me think like, Oh, what have I been doing with my life? <laughs> like what's the, what yeah. is the use of anything? It just <laughs> throws you into real bleak nihilism watching this movie. Yeah. Why? It's so bullshit anyways. Why am I watching movies? Why, why do we have movies? Oh, it's like, this is, it's like, uh, it's, the director of Taken, so it's not like a badly made movie. No, not really. It's just like everything we've talked about. Every yeah, everything is not quality of movie. It's just what a 
what a terrible script. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, uh, what else? Um, Is there anything else? Really? Uh, did I just, I think I just accidentally deleted my notes. That's <laughs> for the best. I'm not gonna, my, my thumb just was like, look. <laughs> Listen, pal. Listen, we need to get, we need to get this. We need this, to get, we we need to get, get this, this, away. This, this away from you as quickly as possible. Yeah. You need to forget. Oh my God. Yeah. John Travolta. So that's from Paris with love. Apparently John Travolta was really into the idea of turning this into a franchise. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it had franchise li- written all over it. Um, I mean, it sounds like a Bond film. <laughs> yeah, it's literally uh, it's one taken. word off of a Bond film. Yeah, it it it's the Taken guy. Um, a lot of it, like, shit. I think this was in my notes. There was a there was a couple moments that felt very much like they were trying to set up a franchise. Um, the way they were talking about him as like being notorious. Mm-hmm. Um. Reese just kind of throwing in like it's a buddy buddy cop thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this didn't do well, right? Please tell me this didn't do well. Oh God, no. Okay, it was on Parade Magazine's uh, biggest box office flops of 2010. Okay, that's good. It had a budget of 52 million and made 52 million. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. 38 percent of Rotten Tomatoes, 54 percent audience score, and those people yeah. are dumb. Yeah, those, They'll are, love those are dickheads. Yeah, yeah. I don't. It, it, I think. Okay, here's the thing. This is here's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. I can forgive a lot in movies if the like the action is good, perhaps. Um, you know, like if it was, if it if it was done in a very creative way, or in a unique way, or if it just wasn't racist and sexist, I would have taken that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but this is just it's it's uh, repelling. Because the action isn't that good. The plot doesn't make much sense. The action is like just guns. It's just like literally John Travolta running while shooting two guns in different directions. It's like shoot him up. We talked about this with shoot him up. Like the action in that movie right. is just so boring. It's extremely boring. Yeah. It's not trying to be as quirky as shoot him up. So it didn't annoy me in the moment. But it's like, yeah, when you walk away from it and you think back on it, you're like, Jesus. That was fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Any more thoughts? No, absolutely none. <laughs> I have nothing else to say about this movie. I'm shocked by this movie, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I guess thank you, Joshua Graves. Um, sure, yeah. That's a word yeah. you could say. Your list is getting shorter, by the way. You might want to add some more to it. Just giving you a heads up. I mean, there's still plenty to choose from. Uh, so maybe not. It's up to you. We still got we still got plenty, but we're down to from Paris with love. So you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but thank you, and and thank you all for listening. Uh, this movie's on Amazon Prime. You probably don't need to watch it. Uh, okay, it's on Hulu too. It's on Hulu. There's a, a lot of ways to not watch this mm-hmm. movie. There's a lot of different places you can avoid this movie on. Yeah, uh, you can not avoid our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Gamefully Unemployed. We have, along with a tier where you can make us watch movies, mm-hmm. uh, we have exclusive podcasts there, like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Fox Mulder is a Maniac. It's only five bucks a month to get both of those podcasts uh, every week. They're every week. Mm-hmm. So that's something. That's huge. Yeah. That's that's two two fifty a podcast. Yeah. Not even. Not even. Because there's what? Like four? Four a week? We do like four a week that are, yeah. Tom, do the math. 
Uh, we actually we do like five a week. Five a week. Hold on, I'm getting out my calculator. So that's that's. We have two of these. We got the Hypecast. We got X Files. We got. Oh Batman. no, but I mean exclusives. The exclusive. Oh, the exclusive ones. That's like that's like two, uh, four, six. That's like eight a month. Yeah. So that's boy. That's that's sixty like sixty two cents uh, a podcast. That's like newspapers. You know. Yeah. That's good. It's the same thing as newspapers. It's a good the deal. The exact same. Yeah, it's a good deal. Is what I'm saying. Do you deny it? No. Okay. It's an excellent deal. Okay, we're in agreement. Yeah. So yeah, check that out. Check out our Patreon. Indeed. You can also check out our store, tpublic.com slash store slash Gamefully Unemployed, where you can check out t-shirts, mugs, posters, stickers, masks, all kinds of stuff. Check it out. Check it out. Or don't. Whatever. <laughs> whatever you want to do. Yeah. it's a With your life. Just to, to, yeah. Whatever you want to do, don't. Maybe not this movie. Don't watch this movie. Oh, yeah, probably don't watch this movie. That would be ideal. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, mm-hmm. not, it's, not, it's not good. It's not great. Okay. No, it is neither of those okay. things. Well, uh, see ya. Yeah. Right. Uh, bye. <laughs> 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 Stop.